Hello, everyone. I'm Elle. And I'm Ashlyn. And we are Lobby Cosplay. And this is Shit Cosplayers Say. Episode one. <laughs> Episode one. Say what? <laughs> say what? How did this happen? Um, well, apparently it took us um, multiple opportunities to have this happen. <laughs> Shh. But how do we know this is the right one? <laughs> I guess we'll know if you guys are hearing this, that this ended up being it the worked. episode that did not get deleted by my computer. Yatta! Because we learned that my laptop apparently likes to delete things. So the first few attempts at this episode were deleted. Your laptop needs a timeout. <laughs> Can we get it a dunce cap and put, like, the cone of shame on top of it? Please. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I'm glad. It's it's a little feisty. So be sure to check out our Instagram for that later. (laughs) Because. Instagram.com slash podcast SCS. Oh, we're jumping right into that, aren't we? Yes. So, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to our shenanigans. So you may be wondering why you are here. Or not. Or not. Or you were just enticed by the fact that there is a podcast called Shit Cosplayers Say. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, we are cosplayers and we like and to we, say shit. Yeah, so that's the show. Thanks for coming. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> we have actually been doing this for about 20 years. Yeah, we met a really, really long time ago. <laughs> in the um, ASUN days of old in the early 2000s. Yeah, if you uh, used to creep on those... Um, cosplay photo web pages like i used to all the time like a fansview.com shout out to kevin we love you so our first con that i can prove that we were both at was asa in 2001 but we didn't technically meet until anime iowa 2001 and i don't think we actually did our first like big group project together until 04 yeah because that would have been the violinist of hamelin yes where you (laughs) were in it on accident (laughs) i was in it on accident now, now that we've told you how long we've been doing this, wow, goodness. It's so then you also can probably do math and figure out that we're a little on the older side for cosplayers. But that's fine, because you know what? Do what you love. There's nothing wrong with being an over 30 cosplayer. Right. We have wisdom we can share with that, you. That's the main, the main point here is do as, do as we say and not as we do. We can share with you all the things that we have not done correctly in the last 20 years. Right. Please learn from our mistakes, because we've made a lot of them. They are vast. Vast. The expanse is unknown. That's pretty accurate. We haven't been to Anime Central since, like... 14. 14. Yeah. I haven't competed at Anime Central since 06. Yikes. And we are going to do that this year. I know. It's so exciting. We just found out um, about a week ago that we got into the masquerade. Thank you. (laughs) So uh, we are going to perform live on the stage at Anime Central. Yeah. So be sure to come see us and give us lots of cheers because, you know, it's been a while since we've performed in Rosemont. So that's exciting. Because our background is actually more performance than it is crafting. Yeah. So if you do tend to catch us at a con you're probably gonna catch us doing panels or performances or emceeing in some capacity yeah because that is our primary focus as a cosplay team and to be fair if you if we do focus on the craft of the shift stuff you probably won't catch us because we'll be hiding in a judging room for hours on end we switched up our con schedule because we were overworked yes 
We did, did way too many conventions in a year. 14. We did 14 that, in that was 2018. Rough. It was rough. Don't do that. It hurts. But we did switch it up and we were able to do a much larger competition and hopefully we'll get back to being on the stage and competing more often. That's kind of like a goal for us. That also means that instead of being stuck in judging rooms, hopefully we'll have more time to do panels and actually interact with everybody Mm -hmm. at the cons. Make more quality time with all of you at cons when we get to see you. So that'll be good. Starting to rack up some MC spots as well. Which is also super fun because then we get to talk to you for like two hours. You get to hear us talk for two hours and there's nothing you can do about it. To be fair, they are listening to us right now of their own free will. That is not an invitation to press pause. I'm just saying. We ultimately decided to start this podcast because of all the requests from those of you that follow us at Lobby Cosplay for the panel Shit Cosplayers Say. Yes. So this actually started as a panel. When we get hired to be guests at conventions, they usually have us do a couple certain things. We'll either judge the contest like we've talked about, MC, but almost always they want our panel content. Yeah. Um, because... We both have extensive backgrounds in not only performance, but in different craftsmanship areas as well. Right. Like, my degrees are actually in theater and studio art, but I also have a background in marketing, and I now don't use any of that because I'm an occupational therapist. But... (laughs) That's besides the point. Details, details. I mean, I... So the theater and the studio art degree... Do have applications to working with clients and expanding their occupational performance. Master's degree words. Fancy. So, I mean, there are applications for that. And then you have a pretty extensive education background as well. So my actual primary education background is in family and consumer sciences um, with an emphasis in fashion. But really, that's a super fancy way to say home economics for those of you who are not super familiar. So my courses had a lot to do with like visual theory, um, fashion, and textile arts with a mix of business kind of and marketing kind of all put in together. Um, Also, I used to help run a a small business for several years that was a live action role-playing game. So we did live events and we had to produce them on a regular basis. Everything from creative writing to um, costume and makeup design all the way up. We were originally brought in more on educational basis. So we started doing panels back in like 2015. Yes. That was our first judging appointment too. It's back in 2015. You know, we progressively were given more and more opportunities to guest and do panels. But as we were repeating the same panels over and over... And starting to get a better feel for where our strengths and weaknesses were, we realized that we were probably better off inserting some entertainment-based panels as well, which is ultimately where the panel Shit Cosplayers Say came from. There are obviously a ton of super talented people out there that are already running craftsmanship panels, so we're also kind of trying to find what is going to be our 
you know, little corner of the world where we can bring something new and exciting and different. And so not only do we get to, you know, have the entertainment value, but we also get to kind of teach you guys some stuff at the same time. So the panel, shit cosplayers say, covers the best of the worst cosplay and convention related questions found in the depths of cosplay help and advice forums on the internet. It's true. Or things that have been submitted by friends and and other people. Some of them are our own personal things, which we will not identify. (laughs) So it's actually run with a game board. So you're able to select like a category and a square. Mm -hmm. So we don't actually know what question's going to come up throughout the panel. There's also random squares that have us do random things, may have you, the audience, do random things. Right. It's just a silly good time because there needs to be some humor and some fun in this hobby. Right. Concept for this podcast is to find the humor in the hobby that is cosplay because we're finding that people are taking this hobby extremely seriously. And I know that part of that is because people have begun to be able to turn it into a career, Mm -hmm. make it something that they're making money off of. And whenever you start that process, it adds a whole nother level of pressure to what you were once doing for fun. Yeah. So we want to bring some of the fun back. In the end, we are all just nerds in costume. We are all just nerds in costume. And it doesn't have to be a competition. I know that we are competitive cosplayers and we enjoy costume competitions, Cosplay isn't about, like, at its core, it's not about how many likes you get on social media or how many shares that you get or how many people take your photo when you're out in public or at a convention or how many people buy your prints or subscribe to your Patreon or buy you coffee on Ko-Fi. I mean, ultimately, we are all nerds in costume. And that's kind of what brings us together and makes us alike and kind of shapes our community to begin with. Part of the reason why the title for this podcast is as sassy as it is. Because we did go back and forth about whether or not it was going to be a good idea to put something like shit in a title. (gasps) Because in the end, it's all just shit we all say. It is. And ultimately, like, we all have those moments where we've said something along these lines. And, like, we can all kind of laugh about it later. Just remember, like, yes, all this stuff is from the internet, which 100% is scary because it means that it's true. But also, we're all just human. And these are all submitted, by the way, by somebody. So ultimately, like, they found the humor in it of themselves and are willing to share, like, hey, this is this is that thing that I did or this thing that I said. Haha, <laughs> isn't that funny? But at the same time, like, this is an important question to ask because... Somebody else might be too scared to ask this question. They might be thinking the same thing. But there is no stupid question. I mean, your teachers always told you that in school. But ultimately, the only stupid question is the one that you don't ask. Ask it. Ask away. Because ultimately, that's how you you learn. Well, and I think that's what made the panel slash it feels more appropriate to call it a live show at this point than a panel. Yeah. it is a show. Oh, yes. But that's why people enjoy it so much, is there's always this giggle of, I've so done that. Uh Uh-huh, absolutely. (laughs) 
it makes it relatable. It's so relatable because we've all done all these things that we are eventually going to talk about. So we actually started the panel about a year ago. We did it at a really small con just to kind of test it out. And then we somehow got into Colossal Con. Yeah, we did. <laughs> at, at Drunk O'Clock. Drunk O'Clock. Um, for those of you that have never been, Colossal Con is a party con. It happens at a water park in Ohio, um, close to the Great Lakes. And it's a good time. But ultimately, it's a party con. It's a drunk con. It's a water park con. So there's people in swimsuits with booze, essentially, running around the whole place. Um, so we were super late Thursday night, early Friday morning. I want to say like right around like maybe like 2. I think it was 2 a.m. It was it was around 2 a.m. So we were at Drunk O'Clock. Now, Colossal Con is the only convention I've ever been to where you'll have a bartender or a waitress come up to you in the registration line and take your drink order. That was amazing. That was my first experience with the Colossal Con ever. We were just standing in the reg line. And that's back when they actually had like a decent sized reg line. The last couple times we've just been in and out. But the first time we went, we actually had to wait in a reg line. And they came and gave us cocktails <laughs> in the middle of the line. And we're like, this is the best hotel ever. So the other thing about the Kalahari is they have these cups that are lovingly referred to as the Kalahari chalice. They are really big plastic cocktail glasses. They're, they're about a foot tall. They hold an absurd amount of frozen drink. As they should. So that's what they brought us in the line. With three straws. Because there were three straws, of us. As we were waiting to get our badges. And then we were in love with Colossal Con forever after that. Forever. We love you so much. They also have one of the best masquerades we've ever attended. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites by far. We did the panel at Drunk O'Clock, filled the room at Drunk O'Clock. Yes. So Um, super thanks to you that were there. Um, I know some of you were probably listening because we had a lot of friends that that joined us. To our friends who joined us at Drunk O'Clock, shout out to Wigwig Cosplay and Lorai Ray Cosplay. Yes. For for that lovely. For joining us. Because then we took it to Anime Iowa. So we actually got to MC the Masquerade. Which was also a good time. As Deku and his mom from My Hero Academia. I mean, of course, who else would we do it as? Um, we, we do Deku and his mom often. So um, there's actually a reel on our website of all the fun that happened so, during Anime Iowa. So be sure to check that out. Actually, I had never watched My Hero before. And there were so many people that are like, oh my gosh, Ashlyn, you're... You're Deku's mom. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because I've never seen this show. And I want to say like three seasons had already been out and it was already super popular. So I was like vaguely familiar with it. And then my brother goes to a con at the same time as us and we're having this conversation. He's like, I haven't really watched anything new other than, oh, this one. I'm like, oh, oh, My Hero Academia. I haven't watched it yet, but everybody says that I'm Deku's mom. And he goes, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, apparently I am Deku's mom. It came straight from the family member's mouth. I guess I need to go binge watch the show now. Well, you are Deku's mom, and I'm apparently canon Deku, so it works. I mean, it works just fine. Anime Iowa was particularly exciting last year because that one was my first best in show in 2001. Our first best in show as La Vie Cosplay. Oh, yes. Back in 2015. It's our local con. And it was the first... what we consider our, like... And it was the con that we met at. So Anime Iowa holds a very dear place in our hearts. So we were over the moon to be invited as guests yes. to MC. So if you want us back at Anime Iowa, make sure that you tell the executive staff at Anime Iowa that they need to sign a contract with us. We are actually in the middle of our waiting for our contract to be completed in hopes of returning 
this year because that would be amazing. We are very good friends with the cosplay head, Larry Ray Cosplay. Yes. We uh, kind of been messing with her a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I keep threatening that we're going to make ridiculous demands. Like a writer? Like a writer. Oh, good. So sometimes actors and performers will do something called a writer, which is an extra add-on to your contract of requests. Like green M&M's. So, yeah, so sometimes they're just, there's a purpose for that, though. Especially sometimes there actually is a purpose for, like, green M&Ms. Because either it's, they just want this really odd thing, but a lot of times it's to actually make sure that the company read your contract. So, like, if they <laughs> actually do the weird, ridiculous thing, you know they read the entire contract. Oh. So I, it's kind of like an extra. I was about to ask you what the actual purpose of green M&Ms are. Yeah, so sometimes it's actually just like an added security to know that the contract was actually read and applied. Right. Some people are just ridiculous and they want ridiculous things. Can we do both? <laughs> yes. I keep telling Lorire that we're going to make a writer of ridiculous demands. Oh, good. But we need help figuring out what these ridiculous demands should be. <laughs> so if you have any ideas, please email them to podcastscs at gmail.com because I feel like there are many things we could request. I've already requested armchairs from her. I think this is a great plan. I do too. Yes, let's but, do it. But we need help finding the most ridiculous things. She's going to hate the fact that she agreed to um, allow us to submit ridiculous demands. Oh, good. Because we've made some, like, not-so-ridiculous demands, like needing a larger room for well, that's ne- for this year. That's because we had lots of people, and apparently everyone that attended the masquerade now wants to come to our panel. Bless you attendees of Anime Iowa. That was the best panel we've ever had. Yes, and that's- then the fact that you all came to the, the masquerade, masquerade made it even better. This is what went down at Anime Iowa 2019. We do the show at 6 p.m. on Friday, which is crazy early for an 18+. However, as Ashlyn mentioned, the convention center closes really early. Super early. The audience was phenomenal. Speaking of the Des Moines Convention Center. So you know how conventions sometimes have those screens outside their rooms where they tell you what's going on? The Des Moines Convention Center apparently did not appreciate the name of our panel. And so if you actually looked at the schedule that was posted, like the electronic schedule on the room, it said stuff cosplayers say instead of SH star T, which just totally made my day because we got censored by DMCC. Come Saturday, when we're doing the masquerade, there's a bit of a hiccup with the uh, equipment. Technical difficulties. To do um, intermission. And suddenly we are left on stage to improvise. And somebody from the audience yells, do the 10 minute skit. There is a question that we always have come up in the panel because it's a good time. And it's, my local convention allows 10 minute skits. How do I make a good 10 minute skit? Well, you you don't. What happens during the panel is a running joke about a 10-minute skit. Yep. They are yelling about the 10-minute skit in the audience. And so we proceeded to describe said 10-minute skit from the night before as filler. 
the audience is yelling things back at us. It's a good time. It it, it warms my heart. <laughs> like... And then after the masquerade, we had an entire line of people come up wanting to know what was this panel because we didn't say the name. Uh, for um, obvious reasons. For obvious During reasons. the PG-13 show. Well, I mean, shit is a PG-13 allowed word. Well, but still. But we were keeping it G. You know, to be respectful. There were children. Small children. There were children in the audience. Coming up wanting to know, what is this panel and how do I see it next year? Yep. Thank you to those of you who did come last year because we did find out that we were one of the highest requested things on the response. Oh, thank you. After, so through the like response survey, after Anime Iowa 2019 was over. We appreciate you a lot. We love you too. So now if this couldn't get any crazier... At the end of this month, we have probably one of the biggest opportunities that has ever been presented to us. Oh, goodness. To do this live at the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo in Chicago. For those of you that don't know, that's C2E2. It's one of the biggest comic conventions um, in the country. Definitely the biggest one that's in the Midwest. And it takes place at McCormick Place in downtown Chicago. Um, so yeah, come see us. We're going to be, uh, doing this live for you guys Friday, February 28th at 8.15 in S503. Come, because this room holds 250 people. 284. What? 284. 284. Yes. Guys. Come see us. Please. Please come. I, I don't want this room to be empty. Please come see us. It gets wilder because this is actually during After Dark. Yeah. There are... Party time. We are pretty much doing our panel against a bunch of guests. Yep. Like, there's really not much else there's during a lot After of, Dark. There's a lot of VIP and a lot of, like, extra paid stuff during this time. So come have shenanigans with us. We always have a good time. Um, but yeah, no, read pop. Why? I don't. Read pop, why? <laughs> why? Did you also want to know how on earth there is an 18 plus cosplay panel? I think that's how this came up. Because is <laughs> that is the only way that I can fathom you guys letting us do this. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's, that's going to be my new favorite phrase is read pop, why? Read pop, who why? Th- I know it was our idea, but who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> apparently somebody at your organization i mean c2e2 is full of firsts for us anyway we don't usually do comic book conventions no and we also usually don't compete solo well i don't know if i'm competing yet i'm really super proud right now and i'm gonna let my mom show a little bit so l actually doesn't like to sew i hate sewing at all and l sewed 100 percent of this costume that she's going to be wearing a C2E2 all by herself. I did not sew a single stitch at all. And so she submitted for crown championships and should find out next week if she gets in or not. I don't know. I don't I don't know if she's enough to get into crown. Crown is a um international craftsmanship competition. Preliminaries for the Midwest division are done at C2E2. We call it the Triple Crown. The United States finals are done at C2E2, and then the international finals are done at C2E2. One, two, three. So you have to submit a portfolio online, 
And then they decide whether or not you are allowed to be one of the few selected to participate in the competition. So it's called a jury to show. Yes. So the downside to what I chose is it has to be entered in needlework, which is by far the most heavily submitted category. And she's not this big, massive costume. I did the artist No Flutters version of Harley Quinn. Yep, she's very structured. It's the alternate Victorian version of Harley Quinn. I did decide to be ridiculous and do all of my stripes in rhinestones. As you do. So she has over 10,000 rhinestones currently on her. It's a good time. It's, it's a lot of rhinestones. It looks good, but, you know, I don't right now have very high confidence that I will be in that show. Since I know some of what I'm up against, and they're very, very large, detailed costumes. But we'll see. If I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. But that wasn't the purpose of Harley. Kind of as Ash mentioned, it was more to force me to do some of the things that I'm not comfortable doing for crafting to make our workloads a little bit more even when we try to compete. I have a bit of an imposter syndrome issue. As well as a lot of anxiety over sewing after a competition that we did a couple years ago where I felt drastically behind the rest of our group. So after that, I felt like I shouldn't sew for competition. You know, I shouldn't have my hands in these things because whatever I do is going to bring the rest of it down. So Harley was an attempt to try and get rid of some of that anxiety to make Project's a little bit more reasonable. That's fair. I mean, I would say that's a solid assessment of the conversations that we've had about it. But that's kind of part of what we talk about when we say, you know, keeping the humor and the fun in this hobby is I let winning awards become more important than they should be. Right. And it made the hobby not fun anymore. And so... That was something that we wanted to change for 2020. And that's also part of the reason we have this podcast is we wanted to reduce some of the stress and include more of the fun. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I know that we still have costumes that we don't even really talk about anymore. That oh, won, yeah. They won awards and they we did great with them. Like as far as, you know, the competition circuit goes, like... No, I don't know what else we really could have asked for at that point in time. But ultimately, like the stress and anxiety over doing all these techniques and trying to make sure everything was perfect. And of course, con crunch and procrastination and everything going wrong that can possibly go wrong during that time frame. Even at this point, almost five years later, we still don't really talk about them. Well, and I mean, that was what was literally happening to me with sewing is I would attempt to pattern and sew something and legit get an anxiety attack over it because I didn't think it was going to be good enough. I know that this affects a lot of people in our community. A lot of people. And when you start looking at it, it shouldn't. No. Like, we shouldn't be getting anxiety attacks while we're crafting because we're worried it's not going to be good enough. Because we are all nerds in costume. And exactly. that's what we should be focusing on is that we're all coming together and building these friendships and relationships over something that we love. 
we are all nerds in costume and we just kind of need to remember that this is this is supposed to be fun and if it gets to the point where it's so stressful that it's not fun then that's when you're doing cosplay wrong Regardless of crown, Harley's going to be at C2E2. Yep. Um, Ash will have the Ivy version. Mm-hmm. If you see us, you won't be able to miss me. I'm a freaking disco ball. Say hi. Do it. We love people. We are not scary. Please come say hi to us. Absolutely. This got like super serious. It did, but we're gonna pr- we're gonna change it up. I promise right it's now. gonna be more fun than this. Like we just got on a super serious topic. Well, because we would like to share with you a taste of what the live show is like, which is centered around more of these ridiculous questions. Oh good. So let's do speaking it. Speaking of performing, let's do it. When you run a cosplay contest, you sometimes get really ridiculous questions. It's true. Submitted where you're just like, "A what?" <laughs> it is probably one of my favorite competition questions ever asked. The scary part about this question is multiple people for multiple different competitions have had this question asked, and it is, "Can I get a refrigerator?" For my skit. (laughs) A refrigerator? Like a full-sized running refrigerator. We're guessing yes, but we don't really know. Because there was never more information given. Which is almost more disappointing than anything else. Like, what do you need a refrigerator for? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, um, one of the few times that we were separate, which doesn't happen very often, so people get confused at cons, Back when Ella was still in her grad school program, um, there was a convention I could go to that she could not one year. And so I was judging this contest and we did actually have a contestant ask if there was a refrigerator available. (laughs) It wasn't for the skit itself. It was for a prop that they wanted to use in the skit. I don't quite get the humor, but I don't have to understand every performance in order to to judge it. Um, Ultimately, if that's the way you want to write your performance, whatever. Apparently, the character in question that this person was portraying is lactose intolerant. And part of the skit was drinking a pint of milk that he had purchased at the gas station across the street. I, (laughs) I don't, like I said, I don't get it, but I don't have to. But yes, this person actually did come out on stage and drink a pint of milk as part of their performance. Did they ever find anywhere to refrigerate it? I don't know. I gave a couple suggestions. I was like, I don't know if you're staying at this hotel because that particular hotel has many fridges in the rooms. I was like, I don't know. if there, I don't think there's any coolers or anything around. However, it was January and there was snow outside. I was like, you could pack it in some snow, keep it in your car because it would be cold enough outside. I was like, you could go back to the gas station and get like a cup of ice, like one of those big 32 like ounce cups and put some ice in it around it just to keep it cool for a few hours but ultimately i don't know what he did i don't know if he i don't know if he just went back and bought more milk i don't know if he let it sit at room temperature and then drank it i don't know he didn't throw up on stage well that's good so i mean there's a perk i don't know if he went to the bathroom immediately later and got like food poisoning (laughs) what i mean the the only thing that comes to mind for me when I think of a refrigerator for a skit is, like, holding dry ice or something. Because you want you want to open the door and have fog come out. Like, I don't know. But most conventions don't let you use dry ice. No, they don't. 
So, so maybe they're going to open it and then they're going to have tech do like a light show and then we're going to have a rave on stage. I mean, typically when we do the panel, the refrigerator refrigerator ends up holding all the bodies that die from trying all the ridiculous things that it's, come up. It's true. <laughs> We need we need a refrigerator for Anime Iowa. <gasps> Please. We need Can we need a fridge and a writer. La writer, we need a fridge in between the two. We need but we need not a full size fridge. We need a mini fridge right. so we can use it as a table in between our two armchairs. When we're on main stage with our green M and M's. Yes, on main stage with our green with M&Ms. our green M and M's. We also really want to talk Anime Iowa into letting us do shit cosplayers say on the main stage. So you should definitely request that. Yes, please help us get on main stage. Because that sounds like a good time. (laughs) All right, right, if you're listening, and I know you are, because I'm going to send this to you to um, make sure the audio sounds good before we post it. (laughs) We want armchairs, green M&Ms, and a refrigerator for our skit. Yes, please. Please. (laughs) Please. Make that happen. Yeah. What top, top. So if you have ideas for what we can put in our refrigerator that we're going to have as a table in between our two armchairs on main stage at Anime Iowa, please email us at podcastscs at gmail.com. Or just in general, if you have ideas of what could go in a refrigerator, please let us know. I really just want to, maybe they didn't really need it as a refrigerator and they're like, it's kind of box shaped. I don't know. <laughs> they wanted to go in it and have like a surprise reveal. Maybe. 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 But because if you needed a refrigerator for not refrigerating purposes, I would think you could just have a prop refrigerator you or like a flat pack refrigerator or a refrigerator box that's painted to look like a refrigerator. Like there's so many options. Why do you need an actual fridge? Lorairi, we want an actual fridge, however. Yes, because it's not going to keep our beverages cold and whatever else everybody emails us that we're going to demand from you. We're just going to pull things out of this refrigerator I for think like an hour. That sounds like a good plan. So if you're at Anime Iowa, you'll have to come to our panel on the main stage with the armchairs, the refrigerators, and she's the great M&Ms. Be, she's going to be so mad at us. So that you can see what all we end up pulling out of the refrigerator. Speaking of sending us things... We do eventually want to do listener episodes, um, but we're also willing to take suggestions from you, the audience, as well. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about? If you have any fun stories or crazy questions for us and your convention and cosplay experiences. And feel free to include your handles, um, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. What are your cosplay names? We'll totally, if we read your question or your statement or whatever, um, your story, we'll be sure to credit you on the air because you should. Also, please include your pronouns. Oh, so yes. That we can make sure we get those correct. The email, again, that you can send that to is podcastscs at gmail.com. Absolutely. Um, you can also find us on both Facebook and Instagram at podcastscs. Um, or if you want to follow our actual cosplay page and not just the podcast page, you can find more of our cosplay shenanigans also at Lobby Cosplay. And if you want to sound super extra fancy when you're sending stuff to the conventions that you want us to come see, be sure to include our website, LobbyCosplay.com. Yep. L-A-V-I-E. Cosplay. Dot com. Oh, are we going to make a jingle? Good, good. Absolutely. If you have any suggestions for our jingle, <laughs> be sure to email us. 
fair warning, I can almost guarantee you that there will be singing on this podcast. Can we do a musical episode at some point? Yes, we can. Good. (laughs) I'm glad. Absolutely. If you have suggestions for what you would like to hear in our musical episode, please email us. I really want this in my life now. It will be in our lives. Good. It's expected. I'm so glad. I cannot wait for this. Because as a joke, we've always talked about making cosplay the musical, like as, <laughs> as, no. like, as like a halftime show. We yeah. we have we've totally Don't joked. Request that. Do please. do request it. No. We've totally joked about making like writing and producing a whole bit called cosplay the musical. But now instead of doing it as a halftime show, I really really just want to make it a podcast episode. Oh. no. No. Oh yes. I have to edit that. <laughs> oh lord. You know you want to. I kind of do want good. to. Good, good. Kind of want maybe, that in my life. Maybe we'll make that for like our hundredth episode or there something. There we go. If we get that far. Yes. yes. So be sure to subscribe and hang out with us every week so we can get to one hundred episodes so we can do a musical. Absolutely. <laughs> Please. Oh, no. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh, no. You could focus on episodes 1 through 99, and I'm going to start rating oh, episode no. 100 right now. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Just because you can does not mean you should. And that's the real moral of this story. You'll hear that a lot, by the way. You will hear that phrase a lot. Because there's there's two things that I've definitely taken away from us doing this show in particular. And that is, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And if it can go wrong, it, it will, will go, go wrong. wrong. Which is pretty much the moral of the story for episode two. It is. But I think that is all the time we have for episode one. Absolutely. So we'll see you next time. So thanks for joining us. Again, I'm Ashlyn. I'm Elle. We are Lavi Cosplay. And this is Shit Cosplayers Say. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shit Cosplayers Say, an LVC production. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Podcast SCS. Our website is lavicosplay.com. Have a fun, crazy con or cosplay-related story, absurd cosplay question, or just something in general to share with us? Email us at podcastscs at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, just because you can doesn't mean you should.